0: Live from San
1: Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready?
0: Are you ready? Let's get it on!
2: How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday. Pacific 3 Eastern Sunday 3 Pacific 6 Eastern it is a Friday on this program you should know what that means we have Smackdown tonight we have AEW Rampage tonight and we have got a lot of news I will start the day by noting that as a as a radio professional I have not seen Dark Side of the Ring yet I apologize but I will watch it, uh, hopefully, this afternoon or this evening. We do have news regarding Dark Side of the Ring. And I have got a ton of feedback about the show. So there's plenty that we can talk about. I can't really give my opinion on it. But I can I can tell you what everyone is talking about, what has happened to Tommy Dreamer. Uh, presumptions about Ric Flair. But I don't know anything about Ric Flair and AEW. But there's certainly presumptions what would make based on the feedback for the show. So... We're going to talk about that today. Also, the AEW dynamite numbers, the Rampage lineup for tonight, the SmackDown lineup for tonight, and what I am hoping is going to happen on SmackDown. We've also got the announcement that Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar will be facing off in Saudi Arabia. They announced this right after the dynamite number came out, pretty much killing all interest in Roman Reigns versus the Demon. They did say well if the demon wins it'll be a non-title match but I think by announcing this match one would presume to know the finish of the extreme rules show. We've also got a Impact show coming up this weekend, an Impact pay-per-view, and we have the Impact television report if you want to talk about that MVP update is going to be out for a while. And uh, and plenty more. Your feedback, welcome today as always, four two five seven eight zero seven five six six. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
5: That's 800-685-2080.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Hello to all of our Twitch homies. Switch.tv slash F4W. So anyway, uh, we got a lot to talk about here today. And one of the things we have to talk about is Dark Side of the Ring, which I have not seen yet. I will watch later on today. But there's definitely a lot to talk about because whether or not I saw the show, I know that there were two people on the show that everybody is talking about as having come off very poorly And I haven't seen it. There may be more. It could be everybody on the show. But the two names that have come up over and over and over and over and over and over and over again are, in fact, Ric Flair and Tommy Dreamer. These were the two names that were repeated over and over in feedback to me yesterday. And my buddy Phil actually sent me a message today. I'm going to read this to you. He says, I fully expect Ric Flair to be canceled and his career to come to a halt after this. I knew all the stories from reading about them, he said. But hearing people talk about it firsthand was a completely different situation. So we have a little news coming out of this. Uh, Tommy Dreamer has been suspended from Impact Wrestling As a result of comments made on the Dark Side of the Ring episode that aired on Thursday evening, John Pollock of Post Wrestling obtained the following statement from the company, We are aware of Mr. Laughlin's comments, that would be Tommy Dreamer, on Dark Side of the Ring. The views expressed by him in the interview are completely unacceptable. We can confirm Mr. Laughlin was suspended this morning with immediate effect pending further action. More from WrestlingObserver.com. Tommy Dreamer will not be at this weekend's set of Impact Wrestling TV tapings in Nashville, Tennessee. His future on SiriusXM's Busted Open Radio also in question, following controversial comments on the latest dark side of the ring. The Impact News was first reported by Fightful, who said that staff was informed of his absence during a production meeting Friday. The company has three days of taping planned starting today. Dreamer is part of the creative team occasionally still working matches. He came under fire following Thursday's Dark Side of the Ring that focused on the, quote, plane ride from hell, in which a group of WWE wrestlers got heavily intoxicated prior to and during a 2002 international flight back to the United States, an embarrassment that WWE for w, uh, WWE that resulted in several firings and a lawsuit settlement. Dreamer, who was on the flight, defended Ric Flair, was accused by flight attendant Heidi Doyle of exposing himself to her, pushing her up against the back door of the plane, and putting her hand on his genitals. Flair has denied the claims. Dreamer said Flair is, quote, not going to impose by force any sexual stuff onto anybody. He's just flaunting, styling and profiling, like the Ric Flair stuff where everybody's going to laugh about it. Obviously, somebody took offense to it. He later said Flair was being portrayed as a sexual predator. It's a joke. It's a gag. Today, 1,000% inappropriate, he said. I have hung out with Ric Flair and have never seen him force his will against anybody. On the settlement with Doyle following the incident, Dreamer said, quote, It's how she felt. Maybe she should have not taken a payout and went to the fullest extent of the law to put this heinous person in jail, my opinion. On Friday, it's busted open, where Dreamer is an occasional co-host. Dave LaGreca said they were taking the situation, quote, very seriously and don't condone any of the behavior displayed on the show. They did not go into detail about when and if Dreamer will be back, but only that they are taking the situation seriously and, quote, what will happen will happen. Dreamer nor Impact, well, we actually got the comment from Impact after this was written, has yet to comment publicly on the episode. The other big question yesterday... And today that I've heard from a lot of people is, should AEW bring in Ric Flair after this? Now, granted, I have not seen the program, but I think that that would be a resounding no. I think that would be a horrible idea. And it would appear that uh, most everybody asked this question has agreed that that would be a horrible idea. But I guess we'll see what AEW does. I would be very surprised if they brought in Ric Flair. But it is pro-wrestling, and I think the reality is there is a subset of wrestling fans who absolutely love Ric Flair, and to him they can do no wrong. But that doesn't mean that anybody is going to be bringing in Ric Flair anytime soon. Mike, did you see the show, and any thoughts on it? I did see the show, so if you have any questions about it, I guess you can, you
6: can ask me about it. Nobody looked good on this show, with the exception of um, Heidi Doyle. Um, and Terry Runnels. That that's about it. Brock Lesnar. I mean, Brian, you lived through this. You were working during that time. Uh, newsletter and, and for and in the ring. But you know, with the newsletter, you knew what was going on. Brock Lesnar, Kurt Henning, Scott Hall, Dustin Rhodes. You know, Mike Heota recounting the stories. I don't think comes across great. Jim Ross doesn't. And it, bottom line is, WWE does not either. And uh, the fact that Ric Flair has escaped. Uh, escaped any repercussions where they do talk about Kurt Henning getting fired and Scott Hall getting fired and some things happening there. As Jim Ross says, Ric Flair was a made man, and it's not like there aren't stories out there that exist with Ric Flair where he hasn't been helicoptering it around, and he comes out of a hotel room with just the robe and the belt, or he comes on the plane and he's only got the robe and the All of that stuff has been said a million times. If I'm not mistaken, both the 30 for 30 by ESPN and WWE's own cartoon show that they did uh, either mentioned either this incident or the fact that Ric Flair has done this on flights before. It's just... These are legends that now, in this era, are going to come back and and haunt Ric Flair uh, now. Uh, And it's just, it was not excusable then, but he's gotten a pass on a lot of this stuff because he is Ric Flair. And I think people are going to be, at least the people that see this, are going to be looking at things differently. And when it comes to Tommy Dreamer, even if you believe that Heidi Doyle took the payout and should have pushed a more of a criminal action, you were entitled to believe that. You are entitled to say that. Mrs. Doyle talks about the reason that she did uh take a settlement and Tommy Dreamer points that out. And it's amazing that he did with such callousness as if this woman did not have this happen to her with Ric Flair. Placing her hand on his junk. If it wasn't uh, like like it didn't happen that Scott Hall grabbed this woman by the blouse, ripping her blouse, and asking him or or him telling her that he's going to lick her and trying to lick her face. And in fact, I believe actually licking her face. Like this stuff didn't happen. Like well, that's what Ric Flair always did. He didn't show any malice. It's like this isn't a he said she think she, he she said she said. Situation where there were two people, and those are the only stories. Like this has been out there for so long, it's amazing. It's amazing with the position he's in that he said that publicly. It it just it boggles my mind, and it reeks of victim shaming. And pro wrestling looked awful. And what can you say? I, I I don't know, Brian. You'll probably we'll talk about it on Sunday after you have a chance to see it, but it's. I mean, it's mind numbing and it's such a terrible remembrance because I mean, living through it, it was one thing that to to now hear the stories of Heidi uh, Doyle, who has not talked about this at all publicly, to my knowledge before now, it's just a it's so cringeworthy and it's so awful and nobody comes across. Well, pro wrestling doesn't come across well. And again, it's only scratching the surface with some of the things that
2: are alleged and some of the things that are talked about on the show. Asher says, "As a female myself, I was disgusted by Ric Flair's actions. Even though I knew the story years ago, watching the documentary hit me hard. I was deeply disappointed by Tommy Dreamer's words. That is the one thing I've heard over and over. If you've been, if you've been, you know, following wrestling for a long time, I mean, the fact of the matter is, I mean, you know, the story of Ric Flair spinning his helicopter, the robe." I mean, these stories have been around wrestling forever. I mean, it's not new information. To some people, it is new information. But I also heard from a lot of people who it was not new information, but hearing somebody, instead of reading about it, or, oh, I saw a write-up in The Observer, or, oh, I've heard this story on this message board, actually hearing somebody who witnessed it talk about it was harrowing. So back in a moment with more feedback and a bunch of news, Wrestling Observer Live.
0: You don't gotta go to work,
1: work, 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 work But you gotta put to work, 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 work You don't gotta go to work, 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 work Am I body to work, work, work?
7: Do you have a home that you don't want anymore?
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Man, fun day in the chat looks like. It's been switched to subscriber-only mode. What a subject to be weird about. Yeah, what's everyone weird about here? I haven't. Yeah. I, li- honestly, honest to God. I was doing some other stuff, so I I haven't even been looking at the chat. And then I scrolled back, right. and there was nothing. So I think things have been deleted left and right. I guess yeah, it was when I was talking
6: and when we were talking earlier on. It was when it's at its hottest there. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's such a heavy subject to be so weird about it or so stupid about. It. If you're you know, it just it's a sad situation. And again, it was a huge black eye for wrestling. It's a black eye that still resonates today. They're never going to be able to get that stink off. That story is one of the all-time great embarrassing carny bs that's what pro wrestling is hot garbage stories you know and there's so many great things we talk about with wrestling day after day but this was awful and it's been shown to a whole new generation and a lot of people that i would have thought would have known the story but apparently not and you know all that excuse making and all that throwing things under the rug, you know, unfortunately, or actually fortunately, there's, there needs to be comeuppance for that. So, again, you know, uh, for the Doyles and, and Capilano, who was the other lady with the, the lawsuit and everything, I mean, they've been through it so heavy to make a
2: – to turn this into some troll thing is just – it's gross. Well, let's look at some other news, and I'm going to go back to the feedback here in a while. We'll give everyone a break. There's – there's uh There's things we've got to talk about here today. So what a subject to switch to. The Dynamite Show did 1.175 million viewers on TNT, down 10.9% from last week's All Out Fallout episode, still the fourth-highest audience in the history of the show. 18 to 49, Dynamite topped the cable charts with a .44, down 29.4% from last week. Raw did either a 0.43 or a 0.42. But one way or the other, I have either of those are under 0.44. Also led cable in 25 to 54 with a 0.52, finished in 18 to 34, second with a 0.27. And of course, the Monday Raw show, there's two things. Obviously, Raw was smashed by Monday Night Football along with everything else in the top 50 chart. Football does not only affect Raw, just to make sure everybody knows that. So Raw was smashed by football, but they also, they hot-shotted and essentially promised you a world title change. And so, as we've learned many times, I'm trying to think of one time, maybe somebody can come up with an example, where hot-shotting has been a benefit long-term to any professional wrestling company. They did a hot shot angle on Monday. They still lost 18-49 to to Dynamite. Now next week, Dynamite is going to Arthur Ashe with a pay-per-view card. What does Ra got? Are you going to give the briefcase back to somebody and, and tease a cash? I don't know what they're going to do on Monday. But Monday, going up against Monday Night Football, Wednesday at Arthur Ashe, This could be, as I noted yesterday on Twitter, much to many people's dismay, a massacre. This could be a massacre. WWE then immediately, like within moments of this number coming out, they announced Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar will be headlining the Saudi Arabia Crown Jewel Show on Thursday, October 21st. So, I mean, they said, well, you know, if the demon wins, it'll be a non-title match. But I mean, announcing it. It's Finn Balor, by the way. You know he's talking about how cool he thinks the uh, the Forbidden Door is. why so I throw that out there. But anyway, he'll be uh, facing Roman Reigns at Extreme Rules, and uh, will invariably lose. And quite frankly, it would be foolish for him to win. But then we move on to this big match here, back in Saudi Arabia for WWE. They can make their fifty million dollars for one show. And if you're wondering why the show is in Saudi Arabia, this big match, and not at WrestleMania, because these Saudi shows blitz WrestleMania when it comes to the amount of money made. So your big matches are going to Saudi Arabia. They're not going to WrestleMania. They'll still do a big match for WrestleMania, don't get me wrong. But the amount of money made in Saudi Arabia is so much bigger than the amount of money made for WrestleMania now, especially with the show available for $4.99 on Peacock. So that's the story there. Any thoughts on these numbers, Mike? And then I got a comment that I probably shouldn't make on a on a day like this, but I'm gonna anyway.
6: Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I, I won't uh, let you dangle out there too long with it. But uh, I wonder what the the only thing gets me. I mean, the the numbers are what the numbers are, and the W's still a W. show right now, a million viewers, no no quarter under a million once again. So all that stuff good. When it comes to Saudi Arabia. Bobby Lashley and Goldberg again. So Goldberg can get revenge for his son. There's no title that gets in the way. He can beat
2: Bobby Lashley clean. I guess you could do that as well. So what you got? I just thought it was funny that uh, people go so crazy about these these numbers here. And I went back and I, I found a random a random raw from a few months ago. And I chose this raw because it didn't do very well. It didn't do a very good viewership. Uh, the viewership of the show was uh, 1.69 million viewers, okay? This was the July 6th episode, uh, July 6th, 2020. So actually it was over a year ago. But they're in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, it's affected wrestling. the The numbers are down. And the show did 1.6-something million viewers. But interestingly enough, despite only doing... I'll get the exact number here. 1.687 million viewers, which is a very bad viewership for Raw. The show was number four, five, and six on cable. And I remember this week because the show lost to Below Deck Mediterranean, which is a very popular show there, and uh, 90 Day Fiance, or as I like to call it, 90 Day Finance, (laughs) and uh, 90 Day B90D Strikes Back. Okay, Those were the three shows that beat Raw. But despite Raw doing a poor viewership, they were still 4, 5, and 6 on cable. So all the WWE fans, oh, it's still 4, 5, and 6. All you people talking about everything's terrible. It's 4, 5, and 6 on cable. Well, then you bring up that uh, AEW beat them in the cable charts. And then people get furious. They're like, 1.17 is more than 1.175. So I thought about it, and I went back, and I thought... All those fans that were so excited that Raw was 4, 5, and 6 on the charts, even though they did a poor number, where would they be if you ranked that chart that week by viewership? <laughs> Which they don't do. They rank it by the 18 of 49. But people don't want to hear that. So I thought, where would they be that week if it was ranked by total viewership? You know where they would be? 20, 21, and 22. 19 shows that week beat Raw in total viewership. But they were ranked 4, 5, and 6 celebratory because they were ranked by the 18-49. to You dare rank AEW by 18-49 to and compare it to Raw. Now all of a sudden everybody wants it ranked by the viewership. Well, if you want it ranked by the viewership, that's okay. But your Raw is not going to be in the top 10 on cable. It's going to be much lower. So anyway, I thought I'd throw that out there because... People accuse me of moving the goalposts, and meanwhile, all I see is goalposts moving. Am I wrong? No, I'm not wrong. Now, we got a SmackDown show tonight and a Rampage show. SmackDown is in the Thompson Bowling Arena in Knoxville, Tennessee. So I can only hope we get an appearance by hometown hero, Kane. Mayor Kane. But you know who else's hometown it is? Bianca Belair. And they they announced there will be a homecoming celebration for her on the show. Now listen, let me tell you something about... (coughs) You all right over there? I had to sneeze there. I was trying to fight it, but there it was. Let me tell you something about life, everybody. If I say, (laughs) Mike, go back in time and take that sneeze back. Can you do it? I can't do it. Nope. If I say, Mike, go 10 minutes into the future and tell me uh, what the top news story is. Somewhere in the world. Can you do it? No. Can't do it. No. Because the future is over there and the past is gone. The only, thing is, the only thing that is real is right this very second, okay? Right now. So all the time that these idiots have buried people in their hometowns, forget about it. Throw it out the window. Tonight is their chance to celebrate Bianca Belair, to give her a big win, to showcase her, to let her be a winner and a hero in her hometown. It's not too late. Anyone think they're going to do it? I ho- I think they're going to do it because I'm a positive person, and I believe that tonight will be the Bianca Belair show. She's going to be portrayed as a hero. She's going to humiliate Becky Lynch. She's going to squash one of the three women available on the roster, and it's going to be a fun night for Bianca. And her And her husband, Montez, will get a big win as well. Am I the only one? Well, I shouldn't be. That's what I'm asking for tonight.
6: It's what you're asking for, it's whether or that's not what I'm going gonna to get. Whether or not you're going to get it. Well, look, if they believe that they are on the ropes a little bit here, if they they want to, you know, get a crowd response, if they want a real earnest, honest crowd response, it is not to pull the rug out from Bianca and have her get beaten up by Becky Lynch. It's about doing what you said, and they could do that tonight. It's a matter of whether they will or not, because. Well we we know what it's like to to bet on them doing that. Doesn't work out very well. Bailey, Charlotte, you go down the list.
2: We'll see if she's different. Back in a moment, observer live.
5: that's 800 493 6118.
8: If you think vaccines alone will protect you from COVID 19, think again. More breakthrough cases of COVID variants show that vaccinated people are still vulnerable to the deadly disease. To be safe, monitor regularly for fever as it's the leading sign of COVID 19. Use Exergen, the only thermometer scientifically proven to detect fever. And beware of non contact devices that miss five out of six fevers. Remember, vaccines are not enough. So protect yourself and your family with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Learn more at exergen.com.
4: If you're into collectibles, there's only one way to go, and that's with Andy Maddock. You can get in touch with Andy by calling him at 805-657-0533 or by going to andybuyscards.com. Whether you're interested in buying or selling any kind of collectible, it's time to get in touch with the one and only Andy Maddock. Call Andy at 805-657-0533 or go to andybuyscards.com. That's AndyBuyesCards.com. You
1: are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Back right in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Tonight is also Rampage. What do we got for the show here tonight? No spoilers. Someone got mad at me. I I don't give the spoilers for this show, but apparently they're mad I don't. Anyway. Essentially, they wanted me to spoil the live SmackDown. I'm like, I don't even know what's happening on SmackDown. I couldn't even spoil what matches are going to be on the show, much less who wins. Lucha Brothers versus The Butcher and The Blade for the AW tag team titles. Yes, somehow the The Butcher was gone for months and then he came back, and they were suddenly the number one contenders. I guess technically when he was gone, they weren't losing matches. So if they were at the top of the charts back then, they're still there now.
6: Yeah, it's uh, those
2: eight, well, those Those uh, 18 to 49 tag team rankings, very important in AEW. Far more important than their actual top five or top ten rankings. Yeah, they've, they've gotten away from that a little bit now, haven't they? Miro versus Fuego del Sol for the TNT title and Fuego's new car. Ugh, Anna Jay Fuego. versus the Bunny. And Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson will do promos. And Britt Baker and Ruby Soho will have a face-to-face encounter. I heard the promos in the Ruby Soho-Britt Baker thing were excellent. So there were some excellent promos on Wednesday. So that's coming up tonight. We've also got Victory Road coming up on Sunday for Impact Wrestling. Christian versus Ace Austin for the championship. Josh Alexander, Chris Sabin for the X Division title. Good Brothers versus Rich Swan and Willie Mack for the tag titles. DK vs. Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans for the knockout titles. Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan versus Moose and W. Morrissey. Finn Juice vs. Bullet Club. Matt Cardona vs. Rohit Raju, no DQ. TJP, Petey Williams, and Steve Macklin in a three-way. Taylor Wilde versus Tenille Dashwood. And Laredo Kid, Black Taurus, and John Schuyler versus Jake Something Suicide and Trey Miguel in a six-way scramble. Now, I have a question. I'm going to ask Lance this as well because Figure Four Daily today, 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern, myself and Lance Storm live for our top-tier YouTube subscribers. It's new Friday time slot, 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern. We review Impact every week. But for those of you, if there's anyone on the Twitch chat here that watches Impact, last week on the show... Christian was trying to amass a team for this week's show. All right. He was going in and he's asking all the baby faces, Will you team with me? He asks Sammy Callahan and Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards says, I will not team with this man. It's him or me. And he walks out. I thought I liked that. Interesting. These two men should hate each other. Sammy almost killed this guy with a baseball bat legit several years ago. So then I tune into the show this week, and they're just on the same team. What did I miss and where? Why are they on the same team now? What happened to it's him or me? Someone needs to explain this to me. That mm-hmm. was a big-time faux pas. And then they're teaming, t- like, tomorrow. So what happened? Anybody?
6: So quality control issue, brother. That thing happened online or... Something like that. You got to bring it to the table. Bring it to the people. Either that, or you just missed something because you
2: were fast forward. Well, people are saying I did miss something. He saved his wife last week, and they did a backstage. How did I... did I not see that on the show? Wait, the same. Sammy saved Eddie's wife, didn't he? Try to kill Eddie's wife or kill Eddie, or didn't he get well? Her he did involved? that a long time ago. Apparently, I missed that part of the show last week. Which is possible. I think I watched everything but the main event, and then I forgot to watch the main event. Is that what yeah. happened after the, after the main event? Implac, the only
6: place that women don't have long memories then, because, uh, I mean, try to, I mean.
2: I praised really. the show, but did I watch, did I praise the end of the main event? I must have missed the end of the main event. I watched this, by the way, on YouTube. Maybe they cut it out. If you're, if you're. Well, now I know. If someone tried to kill you and, and threatened your life. Lance wife, did praise <laughs> that.
6: That's right. He brought up my wife. Do you think your wife would be okay with, like, you know, all of a sudden now, like, this guy trying to do something nice? Like, all that would be erased away from before? Yeah. It's crazy to me. Hmm.
2: Interesting. Hmm. I didn't miss the show, you dummy. I missed the last part of the show. Who are you yelling at? This guy on the chat here. Oh. Actually, the same thing happened. The same thing happened on uh, Monday for the Filthy Tom show. I was watching New Japan Strong. And uh, I had an, an issue with a child screaming at the top of her lungs. So I, I left to take care of it with ten minutes left on the show. And I didn't watch the last ten before a filthy mm. show. It happens sometimes, everybody. What do you want me to do? You want me to go back in time? Didn't we just talk about this? No, yell at yourself. I like can't you go back in time. Everybody for making The, the only thing that's real that's is right now. Do. I can't go back in time. I can't that's go you, forward. You know I can't what's go real? forward and give you spoilers for a live show. You know what's
6: real is your. Your patheticness right now. You should take a I'm mirror out right now. Yes, you are. Right. The way you yell at everybody else about mistakes, and then you talk about mistakes, and your mistakes are more coming off like excuses of why you didn't get something you done. You can't know the blaming future. Blaming it on the
2: child. Jay Wiki wants, wants the future. Yourself. You can't have the future. The closer you'll get to the future is the prediction show we do every year, which I am mm. currently winning. So for well, once in the history of man, I saw the future.
6: Apologize to producer Rob producer rob yeah you owe him a lot for of what? apologies do you are indebted to that man more than you know who else well you're right up- because
2: it's more than i know that's <laughs> perhaps you could explain it to me who else would clean up filthy's yak off of your production floor i was drunk says. if he did that i appreciate it but i don't remember because i had been drinking heavily as well mvp out indefinitely it says here, while I am suffering from this, he, they claim he got a broken rib from an RKO. <laughs> what? I love when they do things like that. <laughs> I didn't know the RKO affected the ribs. It does. And so he says, while I'm out suffering from this broken rib, I may as well get my knee fixed. So, I mean, if you, if you watched MVP, like, he injured his knee, and then he was just walking around with a cane forever. Then he starts doing matches, and he can barely walk. So apparently his, his knee either didn't heal properly or whatever. Or he decided he was going to try and rehab it, and now he realizes he needs surgery. So it looks like he's going to be gone for a while, which is too bad. It is. He's the best promo they got, one of the best characters they got. I just, that, yeah, every minute that he's off is not going to be good. No, this person here, it absolutely was not me that cleaned up Filthy Tom's vomit. Absolutely not. I couldn't even walk. You want me to clean up vomit? Oh, you would have vomited. And, and to be honest, to be honest, no one cleaned up the vomit. Rob helped a little bit, but we just took that couch and we got rid of the whole couch. And then I hired a cleaning company to come in. So think about how much money Tom has cost me. OK, first off, I pay him every week. Second off, I had to buy a new couch and I had to play, pay for the cleaning people. And I had to pay to get the couch taken out of here. How dare you? That was a very very expensive Christmas How show. How dare you? You should
6: be happy that he hasn't taken uh you know the difference of the loser's share of the purse out of your rear end for dropping so many tag matches. That's what so you should So many tag be matches. It was very like thankful two. for.
2: And it's a tag team. So like where is he? Oh my. It's not all one guy's fault. You're saying you that you've seen New someone Japan break up a pin? champion
6: drop the ball? You're t- you're that's well, what you're saying? I mean,
2: he did. If you would like to be polite and say he didn't, you can, but he did. Let's get into the feedback here. We got a lot of it. People care more about that than Tom barfing on my couch. This person says, give me all of these sensitive video-playing nerds. Then you're, quote, real men with guns and knives who strut naked harassing women in the name of a rib-slash-joke. I'm proud to say that I live in this era of pro wrestling. Let's be honest, by the way. Okay? Okay. I'm not going to, you know, point out any specific example because I wasn't there, but I mean, if you think that these were really ribs and jokes, and that these people weren't actually interested in hooking up with these women, think again. That's a that's a uh, that's a defensive way of explaining what's going. Oh, it was just a joke. Yeah, hmm. I was around that during that period. Mm-hmm. With the Chris Canyon episode upcoming, it is not looking good for the Undertaker. Well, with the Chris Canyon episode upcoming, it's probably not looking good for a lot of people, including The Undertaker. Can we please get a dark side of the ring on Vince? You know, that'd have to be a, f- like, four-day show. That's a whole you season. You can't do that one in 42 minutes. No, that's,
6: that's chapters Pick of one entire Pick one incident season. for 42 minutes. I can't believe we're getting Jerry McDevitt. Uh, that's a big deal. That's a, that's a big deal, because there's going to be a lot of people that don't know that story, how he came to be, and his whole background, and he hasn't spoken publicly before, so this, is, this was a great catch for them and, and is going to be very, very interesting into a guy that has certainly saved
2: WWE's rear end multiple times. This person here says, uh, AEW is currently pushing a storyline with Pillman Jr. and MJF, where audience participation in having watched Dark Side of the Ring is very important. Tony Khan clearly watches it. If he hires Flair after last night, you cannot defend that decision. I don't think they're hiring Flair. And in fact, I mean, Flair has been available for a while. Hasn't been hired. So... I believe the decision may have been made. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they were going to hire him, but now they're absolutely not going to hire him. But And maybe they'll hire him. I don't know what's going on. But I think it would be a bad idea, and I don't think they're going to do it.
6: Well, and maybe they never had any intention on really hiring him, but they wanted to use him for you know different events and have him be around and pop up like Eric Bischoff pops up or something like that. I could have absolutely see that, but I think right now, I, you know there's no way There, there's no way and there's going to be people that just sidestep this too i mean look look at mike tyson and and where he is his status right now and where that got back to so there's going to be people that just blow through this and don't think about it the same way there's been a lot of people that have blown through this and not thought about it for years regardless of the stories that people have or what's written in his own book or what's written in other people's books i mean you know, the, the the ballad of Ric Flair is always going to be that he sacrificed everything. He sold his soul to be Ric Flair. But then you see those moments where Richard Morgan Flair pops out. And you see him just as a mess. And you see all these things that he's gone through. And, you know... Again, the, what's coming back around sometimes, or what comes back around sometimes,
2: is, you know, you you make your bed. As far as this, God bless Heidi Doyle, I wish her so much peace and healing. She was super brave to do the show. I appreciate her for doing so. She and the rest of the flight attendants were only trying to do their job. Boy, could we talk about that? Like innocent human beings, yet guys like Flair Hall made the decision to violate her and do things that no other woman would give consent to. This is not even, I mean, this is kind of unrelated to that, but you know any places I have to go, like when I went to Chicago, and there's signs up like, will you please be polite to the flight attendants? Yeah, sick. Like, You don't want to wear a mask on the plane. It's not the flight attendant's fault. Exactly.
6: Just the, the amount of abuse that people in hospitality and airline, things like that, and even when NDAs are signed and private, you know, private flights and things like that, just signing something like that does not give those people the right to be treated, you know, or other people the right to treat those people as shoddily
2: as they do. It's, it's pathetic. It's, it really, really is. People seem to forget WWE were literally booking Ric Flair as a horny grandfather in 2021 in a romantic angle with Lacey Evans and doing the whole that's Rick for you storyline against his own daughter. Well, in the storyline, at least Lacey was, was in on this. And Flair actually hated that storyline. And Charlotte. And Lacey. But they did it anyway. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
5: That's 800-693-8290.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: A couple more here on the show. Sarah says, As someone who has been sexually assaulted in the past, I was astounded by the bravery and strength of Heidi the flight attendant. Courage it must have taken to come forward... Uh, go through an entire production and recount this traumatic event. The whole episode was so hard to watch. This person says, after the ride episode, I feel bad for Jim Ross. As head of talent relations, he almost had to babysit grown men back in the day. What a hectic job. He doesn't get enough credit for that. I am happy for guys like Chris Daniels, who are managing much more of a mature locker room today. This person says unfortunately this was not the first such story involving Flair. Dreamer never does come across as a saint, gives the impression he does not want to. JR seemed to blame himself a lot. This is what he always seems to do. Mike Kyoto could have been much more serious than he came across. The only adult in the room was just incredible.
6: Yeah. yeah. And uh Well, that's not necessarily fair, in my opinion. Rob Van Dam was there, too. Terry Runnels again, too, because Terry Runnels, you know, Brock Lesnar flashing her and Dustin singing to her. I mean, it was a bad scene for her, too. Terrible. And worse for her, in a way, because, you know, that's how it goes with the boys, you know? Don't sell it. Don't sell it. That gets brought up, too.
2: We are of time here today, everybody, but as usual on Fridays, we have moved the time of the Lance Storm Figure Four Daily. So if you are one of our video subscribers... Video.f4wonline.com, or YouTube service. Lance and I will be up at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern today. 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern. No longer head-to-head with SmackDown. And we'll be talking about all of the news, whatever's on his mind, and more. So check that out. Audio will be up, as always. Wrestlingobserver.com, as well. Afterwards, you can podcast it. And that is it. Thanks, Mike, as always, callers and listeners. Everybody in the studio. The uh, actual paying Twitch subscribers. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.